Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Kicker, what's stirred up the mojo? I tell you, how stupid is this? Talk about overdosing on tolerance. What? Some of our school principals are advocating a bubble wrap policy whereby our kids were not allowed to touch, we're not allowed to high five. The not kids aren't. Yeah, Mount, kids. That's Mount Martha Public School. Mount Martha uh, uh, Public School, yeah. indeed so. Now, well, how ridiculous is that? Give us a high that? five. No, you're not allowed to do that. Why? Because I don't know where your hands have been. <laughs> A flat weekend in the AFL, flat being the operative word. Cool. Lance Armstrong's got a career-threatening puncture. Carlton players are full of hot air about the uppies on Twitter. The origin's about to explode. Matty Burke is here to talk wallabies. And we play a bit of fact or fiction. It's all brought to you by sportingbet.com.au. Indeed so, our very good friends. But we start with the golf. And Webb Simpson won the US Open by one shot from Graham McDowell and Michael Thompson. The winning score was one over par. I love my golf. So but I was bored out of my, you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you for why. Because like they it. tried to tweak this course up so that it was impossible to get a birdie. Well, let me tell you, there's two lines of thought here. Because you watch the resort golf from no, American courses no. where there's 20 under and they just shoot the lights out of no. it. This is a really testing course. I know that even when you shoot a good shot, you got punished for it. But I reckon this is. Well, was, hang on. Well, that you just argued against yourself. I'm not advocating a resort score 20 under. The Masters don't tweak their course up. They maybe no. trim the fairways St. Andrews a tad. Don't. Yeah, okay. St Andrews doesn't. It's a major. Don't try and say, hey, look, we're the Americans. We can tweak this course by making a fairway that's on the side it, of the nah. hill four feet wide. I reckon this is a real test of it golf. It okay. horrendous. Mickelson shot one. 20 over. So what? He's always erratic. But this is a plus one one this tournament. And I reckon it was just captivating. It was just, honestly, at the end of your seat, you sat all night. The fact Fantastic. is that Bubba and Webb have won tournaments this year. To the that's, NRL and just past the halfway point of the season, we now see a gap of four points open up between eight and nine spot. Is that done and dusted now, or is there anyone you can see no. possibly sneaking entry to the uh, top eight? You know what? The best thing about this now is it's... Because the Commission have done away with the eight versus one finals thing. Yeah. So even those teams that get a bit of a roll on and sneak into the eight are still going to play... Uh, fifth, rather than have to take on the first, the like they've watch. done with Warriors and Melbourne and previous. I think, first up, no team's going to force their way in. Warriors and if they don't, do, deserve they don't deserve to. Dragons they don't, don't deserve, deserve, deserve. Yep. The teams that are in form are at the top, and I'm yep. loving the fact that there's the Sharks up there. I'm loving my mob being there, the Tigers, your mob, the oh, Melbourne Storm. Storm. But the, no doubt the story of the year has been the uh, Cronulla Sharks. They've been outstanding. Because everyone thought at some stage they'd probably fall over, but they've just continued on their merry way. Did you way. think they would? Well, I thought for a fleeting moment. I in said, origin, when they lose Gallon and, yeah. and Carney... Yeah, but even, even before, I thought they might have played a bit above themselves and at some stage they might just fall away. But the reality is they've hung on there and they've really got a sense of belief. Absolutely. But, but you're right, the top eight done Still in league and uh, we're set up for one of the most anticipated origin matches ever. They won win the piece going into the third match in Brisbane in a couple of weeks. And it'll possibly be Ricky's uh, last match. And Everybody get down Everyone on in knees. New South Wales got their fingers crossed and hoping that this... Look, Juggernaut's going to end after six years. Well, I love Queensland. I love New South Wales. I love the origin. What do you love thing. about Queensland? I right? love the fact that they are a winning combination. You know, and we're all talking about New South Wales, but Queensland haven't lost anything yet, and New South Wales are way ahead of themselves. But let's face it: if New South Wales happen to win a series, just gives everybody a little bit of a lift. This will be their best chance of winning it without Slater in the there side on Wednesday night. Parker it will was, be out the side. It was the best 
Yeah, but uh, Big Sam will be back. The best atmosphere for Sam a game Day. of football I've ever seen at Stadium Australia. It, now, the Blatchies mob with all the blue wigs, there was 12,500 of them. They were fantastic. There's no doubt that Origin is one of the greatest uh, sporting spectacles I'd love to in go Australia. To Brisbane. You There's no doubt about Brisbane. that. You've never been to Brisbane, have I you? was there for the opening game, Lang Park, in 1980. Well, you know what I'm it's talking about. Fantastic. It is fantastic. And let me tell you, Lang Park was Who a wins? real cauldron. I think New South Wales can turn it around. Fingers crossed. To the AFL, we're in the middle of three straight weeks where six teams have the bye each weekend, and it is boring, boring, boring. No games in Melbourne until Sunday. Why they had a Thursday night game has got me absolutely stuffed. And on Saturday, we had the Suns, North, Gold Coast and Richmond. So whoever did the draw should mm. have a good hard look at themselves. Look, I've said this all along. This is a reflection on our society. Footy is not a handicap event, and it's not there for the fragile and the pampered. Footy is a continuous 22-week or 24-week event. And let me tell you, professional footballers, you get, you know, start to understand and get over it. You play every week. And we have got little tweaks, we've got little injuries, and that's why we want continuity. We don't want breaks in our season. I and agree. let me tell you who else gets started. Is the real punter. The punter that forks out his hard-earned, buys the merchandise, buys the membership ticket, yes. displays all the passion and love, regardless of the weather, regardless of any circumstance. He doesn't get a he, break. He doesn't get a break at all. Hey, the other thing and is... we owe him, at least a moral obligation, to us is that we owe the punter at least that. We bagged the rugby league for having the buys and everything yeah. during Origin and the AFL is doing exactly the same. It just dilutes the whole thing. And Carlton player Mark Murphy tweeted how umpires have ruined the game between the Blues and the West Coast on Thursday night. Teammate Jeremy Laidler also had a crack. Andy D wasn't pleased, but is he being precious? Look, political or correctness. Was and it the right thing to do? The so players. No, are the case of political correctness gone mad. Now I understand that umpires are sacrosanct. Andrew Dimitri will argue, and rightfully so, there's more leaving the game than entering the game. Well, you know why, Andrew? Because we're not paying them enough and making it attractive enough. And if umpires are that brittle and that fragile that they can't accept criticism of that lowest order, especially well, when they get it wrong. Let me tell you, there's something monumentally wrong. And they got the it way wrong. we're educating them and why they're not in the game. Let me tell you, if you're going to be so brittle as to say someone said that's a shocking decision, and it was. well, mate, get out of the game. We don't need that. Raise the bar. Don't dilute, as Russell said, and, and appease the lowest denominator. Get real. Roll your sleeves up and get this country back on its track. Otherwise, we're going to succumb meekly like our neighbours uh, over in Europe. Now, move on. High five. Yeah, that's so it. And do that. And a hug. Yeah, sometimes he just gets it right. Radio. Wimbledon is back next week. And simple question. When it comes to the men, can anyone outside the big three, Nadal, Djokovic and Fedra win? I've written, no, down, some, I've written down some names for you. Oh, here we go. Stanislav Varinka. Yeah, well... Mikhail Kukushkin. Yeah. Philip Kolschreiber. Yeah. Sergei Stokowski. Yeah. And Yanko Tipsarevich. Well, they're all... Put the... them in your bunker and see whether you can spell and pronounce those names at the end of the week. They're the next Cosmonauts. Throw in for the heck of it. They're the Cosmonauts for the next... Uh... No, these guys are the future Shut up, Russell, shut up. I'm sick of Outside Nadal. Outside the big three. Sick let of me... Federer. Even Murray. Let, sick let... of your mate, Murray, Murray's got a... Look, a snippet of it. Who cares? He's got a modicum. It's the moon in my mind. Can you imagine minuscule. how good it would be to have Mikhail Kukushkin and everybody in the whole yeah. world go, who? Yeah, and we then need a who to win the tennis. Vladimir just to give Putin it something. or someone like that, yeah. Sikhail, Sergei Stokowski versus Mikhail Kukushkin. I'll tell in you the one mate that won't win it. Noel Bandian. I think he'll have trouble with He might have trouble there. getting into the door. At, <laughs> what um, about that for an effort? Wasn't that good? But let me tell mate, you, if you don't like a decision, three, I don't mind a bit of racket throwing at the It'll be a Djokovic Federer final, I'll tell you now. Djokovic don't Federer. tweet. Are they on the same? Don't draw? tweet, but feel free to throw your racket at someone who's giving you this. Sh you know what I mean.
Righty, and move on. That was well, Lance Armstrong appears to be in all sorts of trouble. I've raised your the level of oomph right US anti-doping agency leveled charges against him, which could result in seven Tour de France titles being stripped. No proof, just allegations, and his career is forever tainted. Now, let me tell you, you've got to get this in subsequential order. Now, they would not dare go to the uh, go to court unless they really had something on yes, him this time. Yes, I agree. He has been tested 500 times by every order in the world. He's the most controversial figure since he's come back in 07, 09 and 10 or uh, when it was. They, they reckon that this time they've got some... Extra proof. Now, EPO, I'm going to bring EPO up something. Levels, I don't, some... I don't, uh, I'm not a massive fan of cycling, but Roger Clemens, they reckon... They had proof on him. A trainer said he saw him take some steroids. He lied to Congress, apparently. They've just gone to court. Roger Clemens, baseballer, got off. Forget about it. And seven Cy Young Awards were in You're jeopardy. And point. his whole career's tarnished. You've got Lance to have Armstrong, proof before you take Lance these guys Armstrong down. Lance Armstrong has been tested by the FBI. Now, the FBI don't get involved in this. But there is a, a train of thought that proof. he might have defrauded his uh, charity movement. Uh, and there are people that are feeling a little bit I'm just, I'm because of that. I'm not a massive fan of cycling, but I'm saying get I'm a massive proof. fan of Lance Armstrong because yeah. he's inspired a lot of people Correct. to go the next distance and saved a lot of lives. They have no proof. And they've tested him seven times. 700 Anyhow, times. It's 500 times. Not seven. Well, 700. Five or 700 That's times. That's the Ridiculous. headlines. We haven't touched the Wallabies yet, but we'll make up for that when Matt Burke drops by next in his beautiful Hugo Boss suits. Sponsored, of course, by the very good people at Hugo Boss. I think Thank it's you. Hugo Boss. Well, you go, boss, do make them. No, it's flair, I think. But anyhow, uh... Well, Berkey doesn't do Kmart. I'll tip you into that. You're a bit better today. How fair Well, it's that time of the year where we start talking rugby because Australia have won a test or two. Apparently they lost one against Scotland, but let's not talk about that. Matthew Burke. <laughs> go, Rusty. What about that? Did you watch it on the weekend? I watched it on the weekend. Uh, they got away with it, I think, at the end. Great running rugby. Great running rugby. Seven penalty goals at the end. The, ch the lead I think everyone got excited because the lead changed eight times in the second half. You know, it was back and forth. Beric Barnes kicking a goal, Lee Halfpenny kicking a goal, and then all of a sudden, all of these get out of jail. The best the last side minute. win? The best side win? Gripping. Uh, Sam, I don't, I don't reckon so. I, I reckon, reckon Wales were by far the best. It would have been great to go to Sydney for, for three all. I sort of say one all and, and, and the decider. One of me. Um, Wales played better football. Yeah, they. they, they they got that try at the start from, from George North. They won the kick-off to start with. They just kept on recycling the play. Australia found it really tough to break the line. It wasn't until the 39th minute that they got through. So, um, a tough loss to Wales. Uh, Kirtley Beale's got himself in all sorts of dramas. Uh, he's Who? up now on an assault is charge. He... How many strikes are we talking about mm. here? And is there any way that the Wallabies can put him in the side for the third test? Uh, well, I think he's there or thereabouts. I think so then. I think the call is he goes to fullback. Ashley Cooper goes to winger. But uh, on, on paper, should out. they be making a statement here? This is, I reckon they should. This is third or fourth strike for me? At what? least. Yeah? At least. Um, I think we're going to look at also is James O'Connor from last year. He then set out the test match yeah. from the from the Bledisloe Cup when they won. So I think there's got to be more to it. I, I, I don't know how far they've gone down the, the investigation from the Australian Rugby Union side, but there's got to be more <laughs> in it with that. He's got to sit in the What about Quade? Let's move on to something that we do know about. What about Quade Cooper? Is he ready for a, uh, a re-entry? Uh, not just yet. Not just no. yet. I don't think his knee's ready to he's, go yet. He's not even he, in the he's, squad. He's, uh, he's, he's there or thereabouts. He needs to get fit, basically. He needs to get fit. He's being saved for the Bledisloe. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. The, the rugby championships, as they call it. Oh, that's so, right. It's the Argies are playing, Argies come in there. Argies beat France the other day as well. <sighs> what about Rugby Deans? I know Rugby Deans got two extra years. Yep. Royal Rugby League blokes are going to Brisbane for yeah. this game. <laughs> <laughs> rugby boys are going Buenos to Santiago Aires. or Buenos Aires. <laughs> Look, there's a, there's a bit of a rumbling around the uh, rugby uh, campfire that Robbie Deans... I know he's got two years of his contract, 
But does this make him reasonably safe, or are they looking at him very, very close? No, I think I think he's safe now. He's won the trophy. He's won. He's won the. The, the James trophy? Bevan Trophy. Exactly, Mate, we've exactly got the Tri-Nations. Right. There's the Tri-Nations. There's we've the... got the Cook Cup. We've got the thing that we won over... Did we beat Fiji? Yeah. We've got the no. thing that we won over Fiji. We got beat by now Samoa. Got... We lost the Hopeton Cup, though. We've got the Twinings yeah. Tea Trophy from Wales. There's nothing we... Do... Oh, the Bladderslow is the only thing we need in the World Cup and when we've got the lot. And they'll keep chasing. So, the, the, at the moment, the trophy cabinet is relatively Chockers. full. Chockers. Absolutely. He'll stay for a while, no doubt about it. He'll stay until his end of his contract in 2013. Well, if he wins a World Cup, then uh, he'll, he'll stay he in depth. The well, well that, that's, that's shorter again. So does he go again to 2015? Can yeah. I ask, the, the, we've just bagged the buy in rugby league and the mm. buy in uh, AFL and you've got a buy in Super 15 which a lot of people are actually praising because of the quality of Super 15 rugby but <laughs> I just need to ask, was it good to have the buy in the middle of the season? Well there's a, there's a in, a, in effect there's a three week buy now for the guys that are not playing test match yeah. rugby. So or club rugby. Or they're playing club, uh, club well, rugby. Well they deserve it in rugby because it's, yeah, it's a fairly ferocious game. Yeah. You know, and the punters, they deserve it more the than The last game I counted, they played 38 minutes. You've been serious. It's a disgrace. It's not even that much. 35 minutes. 35 minutes, minutes of footage. One boy, game boy. I watched, they kicked and the ball went out on the, over the uh, line. line yeah. They had about 38 line outs. I did sit next to one of the Melbourne Rebels front rowers on a flight back and I was on a virgin plane. Let me tell you, those bikes need to buy a a seat and a half because the poor little <laughs> yeah. Forbes battler was squished up here while big fat bloke was just doing it. Oh. And that's what, virgin. <laughs> no, it's and okay. That's why, they got, that that's why they got scrums. That's why they got scrums. scrums. To, to accommodate those blokes. Look, it's... it's the, the, the rugby needs to be entertaining. The entertainment doesn't come from throwing the ball around. The, I don't think the entertainment comes from being a, a close-scoring game. It comes from skill level. And, and what we saw the other night was OK in the test match, but it can get better again. I mean, you, you need to be able to pass the ball and go from there. Wharton, your mate Sterling Morton Stock has mm. finally called it quits yeah, after done. 25 years at the highest level. Done, done. I think he's just had enough. I think he's just body has realised that he can't go bashing. He's been an honour, been terrific so at the oh, Rebels. He's been, been great. Two he years would have been fantastic. remembered. He, there's one thing I reckon he'd like to have back. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say the kick at the World Cup when he hooked it left 2007 yeah. against the Poms. Quarter final. Quarter final. He'd yeah, love yeah. to have that back. Just one more crack at it and aim a little bit more to the right. <laughs> aim a little bit more to the right. There was a massive win that day. But exactly I still right. reckon he's most... I was there when he uh, was in an intercept try at the yeah, ANZ the, Stadium. I think I was sitting on the sideline when he replaced me. On the <laughs> oh, sorry to bring that up. <laughs> All yep. the way down yeah, and Spencer. scores under the post. That's Absolutely. right. Are, they any, are we any chance against the, you know, the real... You know, the South Africa and the All Blacks and those sides? Argentina. 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 South Africa's playing outstanding at the moment. They, they, I mean, they blew away uh, England last week. England... Do they offer much? I think they're still in that rebuilding phase, as we saw through you know, February Who's their and coach? March. Lancaster. Oh, he got the he job. Got, he got the yeah, job. He got the job. <laughs> but they keep chopping and changing the team around. South Africa are going to be strong. New Zealand are, are, are finding their way. They've got a couple of new blokes in there as well. So it's going to be a, a tough ass. And then you go down to Argentina, which are an incredibly strong, strong side yeah. down there. And just qu quietly, corporately, how's it all going for you in the off, out in the, out <laughs> the back parts? No. Is, is, is it still the, there? In the, in the real world? Has the yeah. financial global crisis no. affected you blokes at the high Not end as well? He's a bit like you, Russell. We've got dealings <laughs> with everyone on the side. Still loads of gigs. I'm still trying to put that extra level You'll on the You'll get house. found out, mate. You'll get Four found daughters, out. and they're all at private school. <laughs> Here's the mathematics. Thanks, Bergie. Next up, we play Fact or Fiction featuring uh, Sam Stosa, Black Caviar, and his track and field about to have its own dramas involving suits. And by the way, that's a beautiful sure. Hugo Boss. All he's worried about is how much everyone else has got. Oh, always. 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 Money, that's his guy. He walks yeah. in and says, I've got a couple of gigs. How much have you got? Who are you working for? <laughs> Thank you.
Here we go, time for a little fact or fiction where we have a statement, of course. We decide whether it's true or false. Fact or fiction, funnily enough. First, Nike has released the Olympic track and field suits only for Team USA, and they reckon they could cut the time by 0.02. Two, three of a second. So, like, two millionths of a second. Blink of an eyelid. Correct. Are they cheating or are they fair income? Fact or fiction, should they be illegal? Well, let me tell you, what they do in the swimming world? Did they not have a special... They took them out. Took them out. And why is that, Russell? Because they were illegal. Illegal. And would you not think this would fall in a similar category? Especially since it's only available yeah. to Team you... USA. And why would Team USA be contemplating doing something... Because they can't beat them on their own and... merits. Oh, there you go. So See? there's another hot... There you go. Where the hands <laughs> I agree. Fact. It yeah. should be illegal because... Totally Nike... illegal. Look, it's just a PR stunt from Nike. Yeah. And if they sent me a heap of shoes yeah. and a set of golf sticks, I'd You'd probably, probably agree say... with them. I'd agree with them 100%. No room for it. Level Fact. playing field. Fact. Fact. Sam Stosa has never been past the third round at Wimbledon, but fact or fiction, next week she will have her best Wimbledon ever. Fact, without a doubt. And, uh, look, I know she failed. No, 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 I know you're going to say she might just... Uh, falter. Falter, but I don't think so. I think her game is really, really improving. I know she failed at the French Open mm. when we expected her... She failed her... Uh, recently in the one of yeah, the prelim no. tournaments, beaten but... by a... But I reckon she's, she's almost invincible on grass. I reckon if she has a good day, I reckon she's capable of beating True, anyone. True, but if no she has a bad that. day, she's a stinker. No, no, her bad days aren't stinkers. No, no, I think she's got a better, stronger belief. I don't think... I think, fact, she will have the best Wimbledon. In fact, I'd tip her to win Wimbledon. OK, I think fiction, but I hope I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, I'd love her to win, but I just right. think she's not going to. Well, give me a high five for that one. Typical right. of you. With Australia Both about sides. to play a meaningless one-day series against England, these types of meaningless series will diminish the importance of big series like the Ashes. Fact or fiction? Total fiction. Nothing ever erodes or diminishes the strength of the absolute... We have been going since July 2004 and finally you've said something worth watching. Have I? You know, I've, always comments I've always defended. I've always defended uh, Test cricket. Yes, because it is the jewel in the crown. And this is the, the best Test cricket. And this is the best Test cricket without. A, and this with, is a meaningless one-day series, I, which we'll forget about exactly. in two weeks' time. And I'll tell you what is great about this series in particular: England, the virtue of the number one uh, nation. Well, I think they are the number one nation. But the only bad thing is that Michael Clarke said, "Hey, don't." correlate this to the Ashes. So he's already talking about the Ashes. Nobody plays an Ashes over a one-day series. No, exactly. This is a test series. It'd be called the Ashes. But this is all you know, this is all a uh, commercial issue. Correct. So, move on. Black Caviar finally races against the Poms this weekend. If she wins, it will be the greatest sporting achievement by any Australian athlete, horse or human, in 2012. Fact or fiction? Fact. You think so? Yes. I think it'll be nah, right fiction. up there. It'll be right up there. I know what you're going to say, but I think there's been what such expectation. I, I think this 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 one horse has captivated the attention of the entire nation. Correct. And we are now. This is like the Battle of Britain. Although Correct. you wouldn't expect the Battle of Britain. If, Australia if, would be fighting the Battle if of Britain. James Magnuson wins the hundred metre freestyle. It will usurp. No. Black caviar. If Sally Pearson wins the yeah. 100 hurdles, yeah. it will usurp black caviar well, it's very because difficult. Yeah. it's an Olympic year. OK. Well, it's very it, difficult to weigh them up. Uh, you know, and you're talking about humans and you're talking about Olympic gold medal as opposed to a horse that's, uh, look, ever since oh, Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's a lovely it's debate to be having. What about the new suit that it's got? It's carrying. It looks fantastic. It's illegal. Is it? Should shave 0.023 seconds on it the time. It looks outstanding. Oh, that's fact or fiction. Fact. Next up, happy time. The big finish in the sporting bet. Best bets of the week, which primarily are fiction, unfortunately. <laughs>
to one. Happy birthday to Dale Dazzy Thomas. The Collingwood Star turns 25. He just revealed that he's got a tattoo of black caviar on his butt. The result of a lost bet. I'd love to know what the bet was over. Oh, I don't know. So if we have a bet, you're going to get a tat? Yeah, of a dromedary on my... Uh... Well, fair enough. Uh, happy anniversary to the IOC. 118 years ago, the Olympic organisation was formed by that very famous Frenchman, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. And we only put that in because I can say Baron Pierre de Coubertin. Sois en neuf. Très bien. And happy trails to the Netherlands at the Euro 2012, the World Cup finalist. And one of the favourites of the tournament. Gone. Gone in the group after losing to Portugal. Viva la Espanol. Portugal. Well, yeah, I like Spain, though. Now for the big finish, the A-League draw. <laughs> Haven't we just been yeah. waiting for this? Western Sydney has been released. They're in there, but we have no idea who's playing. We know there's a coach. This is going to smell like you-know-what. Should they be concerned? They should No, be. they've only lost a couple of sides already. Why would they be concerned over something as minuscule as that? The VH were in Darwin on the weekend. It was a big weekend for the team Vodafone, with both Jamie Wincap and Craig Lowndes winning the races. It's turning out to be a very close race this year. Ja uh, Craig Lowndes got... What a big couple of weeks from since he, he got, got the, the Queen's dong, birthday. The gong, since and he got the gong. he was outside the top ten in qualifying and still yeah. managed to win the weekend. Mm. Well done, the boys, in the big week of reality TV shows. We've got a couple of big winners... Dancing with the Stars, someone called Johnny Ruffo won. And the voice, Carice Eden. Carice or Clarice? i got no idea. Carice, uh, Silence of the Lambs. And Formula One is back on track this weekend in Valencia for the European Grand Prix. Will we see our first uh, cheer race winner for 2012? I hope so, and I hope it's my man. Oh, yeah, your man. Everyone's Mark, your man. Mark Webber's been my man oh. for the best part of three or four weeks, so just get off me, yeah, OK? No. Uh, time you now are so for our fickle. sporting bet, best bets of the week. I like Collingwood to beat the West Coast Eagles. I've got a suspicion without a great deal of conviction about Geelong beating Sydney Swans. I think they can beat the Sydney Swans. At the SCG on Friday yeah. night, the Swans get one game a year. Yeah. I'll be at it, and you're trying to tell me that Geelong will win. I think so. Please. And sporting bet, this is not hard, but they say go and beg, borrow and steal and put everything on black caviar flying the Australian flag this Saturday night, Sunday morning, our time. And don't forget footytips.com.au and here's a couple of interesting stats for the weekend tips. The punter on footy tips agree with us. 68% of your tipsters are tipping the swans to beat Geelong. Well, they don't agree with you. think the Magpies will beat the West Coast Eagles. Well, I agree and I, with you. And I agree with 68% yeah. of those people and the other 32% got to go and yes. have a really good look at themselves. That's uh, right. Don't forget to podcast us. It is absolutely going off at the moment. Plenty of downloads to head to the iTunes store, stick us on your iPod or iPhone and, of course, keep following the NBA Finals here on ESPN. It's absolutely cracking at the moment between the Heat and the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know who's going to win, but I'm loving it. That's You're it. Right. I'm Russell Barwick. And, as usual, I'm Sam Kekovic. And, more importantly, you know it makes sense. NBA Finals, Heat and the Thunder. 2-1 yeah, to the Heat. 2-1 to the Heat.